You are listening to the Path to Partner podcast on the Kyle Dempster Studios Network. Support this and other shows at patreon.com forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. You can gain access to an exclusive new podcast, Patreon only. If you want to hear the inner workings of my weird mind, that's the place to go. We also have Twitch coaching lessons one-on-one time so we can check out what's going on with your channel as well as some cool other things, including uh, taking control of the stream for a day and being the director, as you will. We also have professional gamer status, which grants you whitelisted access to all of our gaming servers. So check it out. That's patreon.com forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Path to Partner podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm joined here by my co-host as always, Gnarly Nate. How are you today, Nate? Dude, I am fantastic. How are you doing today, Kyle? I am doing very, very well. I think we had a very successful episode last week talking about uh, uh, some different ideas to grow people's communities here on Twitch and, and other streaming platforms. I guess this is a, something we should say as a rule of thumb, maybe. People that are listening, if you're not on Twitch, many of these roles will still apply to you. Um, you're just going to have to translate some of the terms. And we may even do a little bit of a deep dive in the future of what platforms bring different benefits. But at least for the time being, we're starting off with some basics about community growth and things you can learn in advance. So today, Nate, let us talk about uh, the opposite. Last week, we talked about growing your community. I I guess this isn't fully the opposite. This is still in the vein of growing your community. Maybe I should say this is pruning or trimming your community. How's that sound? Mm, Trimming it. (laughs) Oh, so uh, we've both been in that situation when you're a a brand new streamer and I have a personal belief that the bottom rung of any directory gets trolled very often. Now, it depends on what directory you're in to what degree. But uh, when I was starting out, there were times that, you know, you're you're very glad when you're new that you've got someone in chat. And you're very thankful that someone has taken the time out of their day. And you may even be, well, try to retain that person even when they are not shall I say, quality material that they may bring a negative edge to your community. And so I thought we could spend a little time today talking about the stories that we've had with it and and kind of these types, how to detect them, how to handle these situations. So did did you experience anything like this when you started out? Um, I wholeheartedly believe that um, now that like I am a lot bigger than what I was, I don't feel I get a troll as much or at least when like the trolls come in, they're not as uh, vindictive as they are when you're smaller. So I do believe they do uh, kind of they I think they know that they can put it's like kind of like a bully mentality. They see someone sitting in the corner. So are you know, like that's not as large as these people that have established mods and have, you know, been on Twitch for a long time. So I do feel like these uh, these trolls like to go down with these smaller communities and definitely try to uh, run amok in some mm-hmm. ways. Um, but definitely I do believe in the whole there are some people that you should definitely watch out for that you want to stick around because you are a smaller streamer or you're up and coming and growing and you want to keep some people around when it's better that, like you said, trim off the edges. Yeah. And, and I, I guess we will. So I think you said it perfectly there. Like it's, it is a bully mentality and I, I want to let people know it, it does get better. No one on Twitch is fully immune to trolls, but as you spend more time on any of these streaming platforms, I think you, you, you slightly, at least in certain different aspects of your life, grow thicker skin, um, there's always a potential of a new insult that gets you. And as much as people say, oh, I'll just grow a thick skin. I, I, I do always think 
I mean, we're human. We, things get to you. And and as you are, again, streaming more and more, you will toughen up a bit. But you, when you read this stuff, your body's going to react however your body's going to react. But I, I want to start us off with one that's, well, maybe we'll start off with the most basic. So you got your trolls, which are what I kind of like to call <laughs> unredeemables is what I will say a lot of the time. They're the people that come in and they may say the N-word or the F-word. It's used for, you know, anti-gay speech. They, they'll they say some really egregious stuff that, like, there's really not any coming back from. You know, these are these are ultimately, in my opinion, the easiest trolls to get rid of because they're throwing that red flag down almost immediately um if not in their first message it usually comes in like their first three and um i one thing i quite like for my bot is that i have a foreign language filter on mine because sometimes you'll get it in cyrillic the russian language so uh I doubt they're even Russian, but, you know, they're probably just kids using Google Translate. That's a popular thing on the platform. But but these guys are the most easiest to ban, I think. Like, they're they're just very obvious. And I don't know. Like I said, they're unredeemable. Yeah, I think they're the easiest to deal with, too. Um, Like an emotional standpoint, because when someone comes in to troll you and you've never seen them before or like the first thing they say in chat is something negative or hurtful thing is you should never take anything as someone random ever says to you because for the fact is they they would do that to anyone it doesn't matter who it is they're literally looking to go in just to troll someone to try to get a rise from them mm -hmm. so those are kind of the easiest trolls to kind of you know like it hits you and then you just kind of brush it off because it does they're going to do it to anyone that's what they're literally went on the platform to do Right. And they and they may pick something personal about you. You know, I think I think they're I think they're like professional trolls out there. Semi professional trolls. Yeah, they you know, they come in, they'll be like, why does your face look like that? Or your voice is so and so or something like that. And uh, uh, again, life gets easier as you get mods. Now, Nate and I have a very different approach. We'll talk moderators larger in the future, but you keep a very tight ship on on how many mods you have. It's what you and just you usually like one other appointed in chat. Is that about right? Yeah, there, there I have two. I have one in the morning, one at nighttime. And um, but the reason why I have my mods really locked in is because I see them as like partners in mm -hmm. this. That makes any sense because I, I do like joke around and stuff and I know how far to push it. And I like to really talk to people because some people are just having a bad day and they're just like being negative for no reason. So I like to kind of keep it around that way. But for the most part, I do kind of have a I have a little more of a tighter ship. I can I can still moderate, but I'm not to the point right now where um, there's like it's flowing, flying so fast. That I'm going to miss something and it's just going to like slip through the cracks. Absolutely. And I myself like to keep a, I would say I have about two to three mods in my stream at all times. Um, but that's just that's just from my personal experience of just having people run amok in there if I'm focused on the game or something like that. And so it's it's a normal aspect for, for all streamers. So if you're getting if you're getting trolled each situation will usually be a little bit different. But you do have some controls baked straight into Twitch that I should maybe also call out in this episode. Um if you happen to have an Elgato stream deck, you can also use, you can you can hotkey these things to a, a button on there. I specifically have a folder. I, I rarely use it, but it's a troll folder where um, very quickly you can turn on uh, sub-only chat. That's an option for you. There is slow chat, which is probably not going to be as helpful in this case. It just shuts down how often people can send messages. 
There's follower only mode. That's can be a nice one if the trolling is a little bit aggressive because it gives you time. Um, they have to follow your channel for a certain amount of time before they can actually speak within it. There's also uh, the ability to clear your chat too, should things go really off the rails. But I just want to point those out uh, as, as potential troll deterrents. I the follower only mode I've seen streamers turn on if a this is maybe one step up from the standard troll. But every once in a while, you get a troll who's bored enough to create a flurry of accounts and come in. That hasn't happened to me for a very long time, thankfully. But I've seen it uh, very recently with a friend. And they flipped on follower-only mode just like I did back in the day. And uh, it, it, it's kind of sucky because when new real people come to your channel, they can't talk. That's the turnoff to it. So there is a, a very large downside that the, the people coming to your channel trying to say hi, determining if they should follow you, cannot. But if it keeps a lot of aggressive speech out of your channel because, you know, it's consistent, then that can be a good thing. Especially with a semi-regular message from you saying like, hey, we just have this on because something bad's going on or something like that. So that's just my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I utilize it on my stream deck as well. I have like the the, the exact same six <laughs> keys. Like if it, if it does get too crazy or like someone starts, you know, like they do a bot blast yep. where they're bringing a bunch of bots to say it, I go straight emote only mode, dude. I keep <laughs> it. I'm like, whatever. Um, I should have mentioned yeah, so that. There, there's a plethora of things, too. There's also one called like RK9 beta. Um, I don't know exactly what it does. I do know if you get rated with a very large audience, like anything above like 5,000, a lot of people like to flip in the uh, RK9 beta because it, it takes out like a lot of the spammable things where it's like the picture spam that goes in the chat and a bunch of other things along those lines. I just haven't looked into it. But that is definitely something you want to look into as well. Um, but yeah, if you have a stream deck, hotkey those buttons and you'll it'll make your, your day a lot better. Really well. Actually, when Bethesda raided into me, someone, one of my mods was like, oh my god, we need RK9 in here right now. And I'm like, I should have <laughs> thought about that, actually. Uh, there are a lot of bots, and I think we'll spend an entire episode. I hate to keep like preluding all this stuff to everyone, but like, there are enough bots, even mainstream ones, like high-tier, top-tier bots, for us to spend like an entire episode talking to you about them. So like... When I just touch on it, I feel bad, but seriously, uh, there are a ton, and if you want, uh, maybe I should list off a couple just so you guys know, but currently my favorite is Moobot, but that has some paid elements to it. There is Streamlabs CloudBot, there's the Stream Elements Bot, you've got good old trusty Nightbot, I use a crazy one out there called Obot, that's a, that's very complicated, it's like, I don't even understand it, I have a like a pseudo a professional mod that knows it because he does like big esports stuff so he knows it from that but most people do not so be careful of obot but there are a do you have any others out there you recommend any that come to mind i i use the most basic um bots you could think of i There's really do fingers. um <laughs> yeah so you know a lot more than i do but i you i think you've experienced a lot more just because of like certain tags you run on your Definitely. thing and mine are very very like normal and like they don't have anything that like kind of they, it's just kind of like two different things i think a lot of people some people are like more targeted for being trolled and um a lot of people need a lot more strength on their stuff i got stuff i got the very little bit that works just it's what i need pretty much 
Oh, speaking of, there's the actual built-in Twitch moderation tools, the auto mod thing. I we have it set. One of my mods set it up for me. Again, that one that I mentioned a second ago. But I'm not a professional at auto mod, so we'll, we could talk about that more when the time comes. But you are right. That's a good thing to point out here too. Before we get too ahead of ourselves, I think I mentioned last week with the LGBTQIA plus tag. There, that's a tag that people actually go down and troll. Um, there are many others too, so just be careful. Um, I even I imagine you could be trolled even through stream teams that you're a part of. So just know. Um, it's God, it's just the sucky nature of people. So it will happen. It's kind of a rite of passage, I think, of almost every streamer to have something like that. The trick is having some of those controls set up in advance. You'll always learn from it. Like Nate said a second ago, it's gonna depend on who you are too. Like what if you're if you're if you're an easily targetable audience, um, I imagine any people of color on Twitch female streamers, like I said, the LGBT plus community, like those are ones that the Twitch audience will just easily seek out and try to uh, attack. But, you know, set your bot to attack back is what I always say. So um, if you're good with it, let's move on to some of these other ones, because these other people like those are really easy ones to detect yeah they the then the, the vot we can go through so much more of that in a later episode for sure that's going to be well covered again so let's talk about this one i like to call them vampires um gosh this is this is so hard when you're a new streamer or even like uh, gosh i think i even had a vampire come after me in a, a year plus into streaming or something these are people that take advantage, like Nate said earlier, the kind of that bully mentality, they take advantage of the fact that you don't have a large community. They could appear in a large community too. I don't think that's immune to it, but I think larger communities are get fairly better at policing themselves. But these vampires I describe as people who, they come into your stream under what seem like good intentions. They'll chat with you. They'll kind of become a friend. You might have a vibe. If you're good at detecting it, you might have a vibe. They're acting a little strange. But after examination and maybe after talking with any moderators or something, you may notice over time that they usually attack the characters of other people in your channel or... A lot of mine have appeared when that when I had these this happening a lot. They would... Um, they would kind of bully other people in chat. Again, not to the point that there's any egregious terms being thrown out there, but you'll kind of notice them sucking the fun out of things. And that might be the way for you to detect that. Have you had that recently, Nate, at all? Anyone yes. Um, I've had a couple people that have come, a couple that I've had more than a couple that have come in. And because we, we mostly breed like uh, my broadcast is a place where you can come after it, no matter what walk of life or where you come from or how lot bad of a day you had. You come in and you're like, you know, this is a place where if you decide to spend some day with me, like after like school or work, like I wanted to be a fun, positive atmosphere. Where everyone's having fun. But there are just some people that are just astronomically negative and you can see it because they like to tear down other people so if someone's like oh i really love this game this game's amazing someone will then do really come in and be like oh this game's not that great this you you kind of see those factors where they like they tear down other members of your audiences or you're like excited about something and they're all just consistently negative over like time after time after time 
And I've had a plethora of people that came in that have ended up doing that. And I've had to let go a lot of them because the health of my stream and the the fun vibes that it brings is more important than having one negative person in there that brings down like like 100 people's moods down in an instant. Yeah, and like I said, you get better detecting it because, like, like Nate said, there they'll, they'll be pulling other people down. Um, it it can be hard because you're looking for viewership, right? It's like, well, they're not that bad. I think that's I think that's kind of the debate we have as streamers, right? When when do these sneaky people become bad to the point that we have to step in? Um, maybe it's just a bad day. Maybe it's just this, that, and the other. Maybe, 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 maybe. But sometimes we make too many excuses for them. And this is me saying I'm guilty of this myself. You know, I I let this one troll way back when, this vampire, I should say, kind of do this. And and it wasn't until I chatted with a friend. He came from another streamer friend's community, came over to mine. And I spoke with her about it later on. And she's like, yeah, he's always doing that to me, too. He's always, like, tearing people down for their jokes. Like, they'll make a joke. And he'll be like, that's not funny. And he, like, undermines them or will attack or something like that. Like you were kind of saying there a second ago. And it's something you just detect. And, again, no one's really immune to it of no, no matter how big you are. I had one not too long ago that we got rid of as well for similar reasons. So it, it, it they come and go. But... I think another telltale sign, and this isn't strictly these these vampire types we're, we're kind of laying out there, but people trying to control the conversation. And you'll, if you're having a fun time with your chat, you'll pick up on these people rather easily because it's kind of like they drove a wedge between you and chat all of a sudden. You guys might be having a great time. Like Nate was saying, you're like talking, I love this game. Me too. Something's so great. And they'll come and chat and be like, Hey, I want to talk about this thing, you know, ah, blah, 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 and they'll just totally derail what you were doing and kind of bring it down. It's, again, very, very tricky to deal with, um, especially because as a streamer, and everyone can run their channel however they want, but I think we walk a very interesting line sometimes if we set up too many roles. Like, we don't want roles to the extreme that people feel unwelcome because there's too many roles, if that makes any sense at all. <laughs> Oh, it makes sense to me. It's weird. Um, I, so I guess detecting these is is a rather tricky thing, especially when you're newer. But I think getting rid of those people can be for the best. And it can be worth it if you are so inclined as a streamer to try and reach out to them one-on-one to try to maybe steer them clear, though I personally have never had success with that. The All the times that I had with these people, um, I usually got like an appeasement sort of answer where they're like, oh, okay, I, I'll be better. And they usually weren't. But, you know, you, you do you with your chat out there. I think, I think I'm sure some of them can be salvaged, but be careful. And I guess this is also a good time to say be careful when it comes to giving out private information on, on the Internet, too. Um, some of these people that I'm thinking of that have come to mind have also tried to breach personal boundaries with both people in my chat and me. So that's probably a good time in the podcast to remind you there are trolls of various levels that will try to get your personal information and you need to try your best to secure that stuff. 
Yeah, because the, the, the thing is, I've been DDoS before, and if they can find any way of it, somehow scraping out your IP address, finding where you live, anything like that, you the one of the biggest things, especially some of these trolls, these, these now these and these people exist. There's a lot more than you guys think about out there. Like mm-hmm. it is there's a lot of them. Um, so definitely trying to protect yourself on the internet is huge. But some people they can just pretend like they're. And that's the thing. It's like the, how the vampires originally get into the community. It's like they come in, they, they, you know, they're cool at first. And then over like two weeks, three mm-hmm. weeks, or even, even if they start in your community, when you're a small broadcaster, you start getting larger. And that's when they start showing their like true callers and stuff. And you see them start doing it. See, that's why you want to make sure. Cause you can never let your guard down with anyone. <laughs> um, your safety is one of the biggest things ever. So try to, protect yourself hide a lot of things you know like you really want to go the extra distance trying to protect yourself on the internet but but kyle and nate are making it sound too mean the internet's not like that oh yeah oh yeah no. i had i got my number uh passed out once from a minecraft kitty um i have no idea where they really got it from but they did and they posted on my discord server which was no big deal at the time because i was a very small streamer and so no one even saw it before i deleted it but it did put the fear of of the troll universe right in front of me you know i it could have been a lot worse um I think I think going through and making sure your information as best as possible isn't out there on the internet. If it's out there somewhere, you need to figure out a way to control that. And I think a security episode in the future is also probably well warranted to talk people through some of the common steps to get it off there. It's never completely like you'll never completely be you know anonymous online people can track stuff down but there are some really obvious ones if you decide to do a website make sure you do have website domain privacy stuff on there so that they can't just look up your registry for your website and find out your real address and phone number and all that because that will be listed unless you pay extra for it at google domains actually does that for free by the way if anyone's looking to set up a website you can do that and not have that information out there um you not clicking on links in chat <laughs> that's a really big <laughs> one too um it's why a lot of streamers myself especially this is why i run sub only chat and i'm pretty unapologetic about it uh, that uh, i don't want I, I can't tell you how many times my bot has nipped another bot in the butt for trying to come in and post a link so like a bot will come by they'll say have you seen that you're on this website insert link here and then my bot's just like delete you need to be a subscriber to do that before anyone else can click it either Uh, my friend tracked one of those websites back just for the shits and giggles of it and it was an ip snatcher website for you know they just caught traffic that came to it and then had your ip so the dangers are out there but that's why we want to teach you guys some basic rules on how to be safe yeah, it's it's the the biggest thing with the IP snatcher too is they that's how they that's how they technically use the uh the what is it called the dud computers for uh ddosing as well. So you want to be very careful about just not on Twitch, just in any social media whatsoever. Don't click links if you don't know the person. Even if you do know the person, you're like, whoa, this link looks like it is not a real link. Don't click it. Just don't. It's you'll save yourself some trouble. Oh, so true. So, 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 so true. Oh, gosh. I feel like I could give a billion other security tips. Does any come to your mind right now? Because I'm trying to call up a couple more here. 
Yeah, the biggest thing is, is we, we covered a lot for the trolls. I would love to cover like, I mean, there I, I can go on about DDoSing, protecting your routers, not sharing your passwords, make sure you change all your stuff on there. But I think we definitely can cover that in easily like a 45 an hour episode coming up soon. Yeah, I think so. I think I'd also say be careful what all information's in your panels below. Like, um, well, and this goes for all your social media sites, too. Last week, we talked about growing your community. But, you know, you do want to be careful about what information you're releasing across that because um, I, I've seen a lot of trolls will come in and they will scour what you've got, you know, on on, on that information below. I, I had one the other day. He was chasing down different tags on stuff. And uh, I tried one of those Twitch sub-only streams. It was a, an atypical day of the week. It's a day I do not stream. It was on Sunday. I did a little sub-only stream. And uh, I know this guy was stalking tags because he doesn't never spoken in my stream ever before. Comes in and goes, your panel say inclusive. Sub-only stream? Lol. And I was just like, Instaban, kid, get out of here. Like, you don't you don't come to my streams. You don't know me. What are you talking about? Like, and if you do want to be friends, terrible, terrible way to way to start it <laughs> off. So I think that's another thing. Um, go with your gut. I and this is where we can't dictate this to you, but Nate, you give a lot more chances to people to redeem themselves, I think. Is that kind of yeah. what you got from us or talking <laughs> the, yeah the reason why like i do give a lot more people just because like if someone is coming and have a bad day we all have bad days and you shouldn't be judged by one bad day but i definitely do have a strike rule on it and stuff like that but mm -hmm. another point i want to bring up on the security part do it is paypal <gasps> when you have your paypal and you donate make sure you set your paypal so it does not show your actual name because they can get your first and last name and sometimes that's all they need especially if you have like a p.o box set up for your for like your stream where they can send billion you know, people can send stuff as well if you have a p.o box and you have your first and last name they can find the city for your first last name you know they come into your broadcast like hey gnarly nate how old are you and then i say my name and the next thing you know they have way more information than you can imagine so just definitely like make sure you like the paypal stuff and the donations i want to make sure you try to change that up so they can't figure out who they're donating to that's a great so. way to put it i i i i guess i do want to um talk about one thing that i i posted when when i first piloted the show forever ago i think i posted a question on uh, Reddit, actually, the Reddit Twitch page there. It just came to mind when you said that. And I asked about security tips or something like that just to call up some ideas from the community. Some people don't like to release their name in any way, shape, or form. And if you choose to do that, I think that's totally fine. You do what you want to do. But I also want to think, I think this is the perfect time to pop the bubble and say, I, I said this a minute ago, but let me say it in clearer terms. If you're going to be on Twitch, you are painting a target for your privacy on yourself. There are many different schools of thought here. Some people say the more information I give out, the less people are going to seek it out. And there typically is a lot of truth to that in many different ways. Now, don't give out your social security number, but like it, sometimes the more you hide something, the more people want to dig for it. And that can all be a little catastrophic. Um, I'm, I'm a pretty out there guy. My stuff's pretty prevalent i'm not gonna lie uh but i chose that from day one i will say it's not something you can course correct from if you start out giving a lot of private information from the start you cannot go private later 
You know, if you're public, you can't go private. If you're private, you can go public if you'd so choose. And I'm not telling you what's best for you. You have to make that decision. Um, I'd say between yourself and any loved ones involved, because this is something that's larger than just you. You know, if you are living with somebody, be it a parent, um, honestly, be it just even random roommates, let alone, you know, maybe a romantic partner or something, you really should probably have that conversation about what level of your privacy you're going to hide and what extremes you're going to go to, because your friends can also be vulnerabilities. I, I really don't mean to make this sound scary, but this is just stuff, right? This is this is how it works. If someone wants to uh, get something from you, just watch what your friends are posting and tagging you in as well. There's a lot of truth to uh, the more your stuff's out there. It, it's almost it, it goes back to like the the schoolyard mentality where like they'll pick on people pick on you if they know that you are you can get riled up from being picked on. If you have everything out there, I don't like Kyle said, not your social security number, of course. But like I put myself out there. I'm like, yep, yeah, here it is. Whatever, dude. And then like it literally it's it's crazy. It's almost like people are like, oh, OK, well, you know, he's like. Yeah, he's out there and it feels like people just kind of, you know, they when they do try stuff, they it hasn't really been successful, but it's really what you're comfortable with. Yeah, I think I think that's a pretty good way to kind of encapsulate that whole thing is just follow your comfort level with it. You'll you will know, I think, what where you, you want to be. You'll have some idea of it. And also, uh, like like Nate said earlier, it's also going to depend on what what group you're a part of. Uh, I will say very bluntly that as as a male streamer, we have it lucky in many ways with the whole anonymity or like the people not chasing us down so much sort of thing uh female streamers out there are going to be targeted in much larger ways when it comes to privacy concerns because guys on the internet are creeps <laughs> i'll say oh, it. yeah they really I'll are they it. are it's it, i mean oh, it's just surprising because like i've never been that way myself and then when I hear someone that like has come into my community, someone brought up that here's an, here's another thing as well, too, is when you talk to your when you talk to your community, be friends with your community, like net, like, you know, be on a thing where they feel comfortable enough to come to you with other issues. Because mm -hmm. I had um, a one guy that literally was messaging, messaging these these females that were coming into my channel and like 16 pages worth of printout documents from DMs where he's sending stuff and she like the girls trying to, you know, get away from him and stuff like that. And no one told me until finally one day oh. someone had enough and showed me and I ended up and this is like a person I thought was really cool had no like it was like I was completely blindsided by this because he's been in my community since day one and I thought he was a very positive and really nice person and then I get like once she showed me I probably got like 15 other like females in my chat that sent me these these like documents of him saying stuff and that's where i had to let him go because he but he was he was like one of the he was one of the sly vampires that he came in it was very very underlying and made it seem like that and very manipulative as well too and that's the thing is like guys we do have it easier and i will admit it we do have it a lot easier um but the only thing is is like you still even if you are a guy broadcaster out there or a female you want to have you want to have that so like they can either talk to you or they can talk to one of your moderators about this issue so that way they don't feel like they are they need to leave or they're trapped because you want you want to have like the best atmosphere as possible because that's going to help you grow 
That is so true. I'm really glad you're saying that because uh, you're right. You're right. That stuff goes unknown. So if we have any actual just stream viewers out there, let alone just people that are, are streamers themselves, but this also goes for your behavior in another streamer's chat. Do talk to a streamer or their mods about issues. Um, I I don't know if enough people do that because you're right. I've never had anything to that degree. But yeah, I've seen a situation uh, happen before where, like you just said, someone was doing something sneaky and I didn't know about it until later. So have those good open communications with mods and viewers. And that goes for viewers. Unfortunately, you guys have to take uh, the first step because we just don't know. You know, we don't know what's going on in your DMs there. But never be afraid to bring it to a streamer. You know, don't be afraid to do it. Um, we, we really want to make a better community for you. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, please make that make that extra step for us. You want to? move on to a, an equally cringy topic here about donators oh this is one of my favorites yes please oh it's so tough okay so as we know out there affiliates you well affiliates you now have access to subs and bits and soon to be affiliates you will have soon the access to get uh, people giving money to your stream through the bit system which is our Twitch currency. The, every every different platform has its own name for it. So again, apply that as you will. And then we have our subscribers or our subs as we call them. And one of the nicest things you get as a streamer is when someone chooses to take from their own paycheck and donate these wonderful bits or that they choose to subscribe slash gift subs to other people's and people in chat. Now that is awesome if you have wonderful people doing that. But it brings up a very dare I say, fine line of a question when it comes to trolling, because I think at some point all of us have seen a troll, whether in your own stream or in someone else's, they will be a donator that one day goes off the rails. Have you had that happen to you, Nate? Because I kind of oh, have. Yeah, I had said person come in and drop a few hundred dollars in the chat and then think that they could just dictate everything that's going on in there. They were now a mod. They were now like in their mind. That's how it worked. Like it was like really cool. Donate a lot of money and do like, and then it just, it went south so quickly. And I've seen it happen so many different times. It's, it's just been nuts. Have you had any issues lately um, or in, recently? Well, uh, yeah. Well, yes, actually. Uh, yeah. Now that I think about it, very, very much so with the situation I'm now embroiled with is uh, someone donating hundreds of subs last year, seeming really cool, going incognito, like under the, you know, totally gone. And then now pulling me into some weird drama that I know nothing about. So, yeah, that's one who luckily in that case, I was a little bit I'm removed. So I can, you know, I haven't seen them in a year, so I can ban them freely and not bat an eye. But I recently also, in the middle of summer, had someone that quickly started dropping hundreds of dollars worth of bits in a relatively short amount of time and was doing the whole vampiric thing of, you know, I, I've kind of bought myself this latitude to do it. And now that we're talking about this, there's actually a, there's a psychological term for it. Someone out there may know better than me, but I've heard it termed moral licensing. I'm not sure their brain's going this far. Do you, do you know that term, Nate? 
I do not know that, but I can see where you're trying to get it. Like it, it, it's, more, they paid you money, so now, now you you owe me this because I gave you this. Yes, pretty much it's what it is. So interesting. You guys can find some cool videos on on YouTube where um, people like from their day jobs, if they think that they're doing really really well. Um, or really, you know, they're really doing a good job at work. I've done so much. I blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter if I just steal a couple items from the office here and there. Or it can, you know, be way more egregious than that, too. It also translates a lot of time into why people speed, apparently. Because if they're really good people, they're like, I bought myself this. Uh, I bought it. In your brain, you're not thinking this. You're not sitting there like it's not conscious. But we all apparently are somewhat subject to this. But I wonder if that's a troll thing, too. Like, I wonder... Now that we're talking about it, I'm wondering how many of them don't even realize it. But I, I think they're just predisposed to a bad behavior to begin with if you're going in and dictating roles to a streamer. But yeah, because it, it like the with the with some of the issues I've had was like I've seen people do it with uh, with other broadcasters. Um, I've seen it more happen with female broadcasters. So if you're a female oh, yeah. broadcaster out there listening to this, be what be wary of it, because some guys will come in and they'll donate, I don't know, 100 subs in the channel or just start donating subs. And then literally as soon as they're done donating those subs, they say the most snide, nasty remarks because they think, hey, I've given you your community this amount of subs and this amount of support. I am now like the ruler of the roost, dude. And it's just like. And I see it more. It's more in females than I see it in males. I see it less in the male broadcasters, but it does happen. It's happened to me multiple times and stuff like that. But it, it's one of those things where and it, it puts you in a very weird situation as well, too. Um, if you're using PayPal and they donate you a couple hundred dollars via PayPal, if they decide they want that money back, PayPal will charge you money to take that money back. So you will get a fine on top of it. Um Bits, though, and donation or bits and uh, subs, those are all through the Twitch system. They won't be getting those back. So it's kind of it's kind of easier for that. So, but um, when you're in those situations, you have to look at both sides. You're like, OK, if I ban this person, like even though like they're being absolute terrible, you warn them a couple times. They're still being absolute terrible people like, hey, I gave you all these subs. You're in like such a weird position because they technically paid you a, a good allotment of money. So, you know, but you, there's no reason for someone to bring that negative vibes up and like, you know, bring in that whole like, you know, you I oh you owe me. I gave you this, even though we technically didn't ask for it, just kind of an option there for us so it's it puts you in such a such a ta- like a hard area to do it i do give them a sh- i give them the same three strike rules as normal if they have previous strikes i give them one strike and if they don't shape up afterwards then i just i ban them out and even if even if paypal takes 30 dollars 35 dollars from them withdrawing their funds out of my account it's it's something that in the long run it's more beneficial for me to get rid of someone like that because you don't want someone in that like that in your community even if they are giving you money you're very right, and I very much agree with that. I'd say I'd say PayPal adds that extra layer of confusion on top of it, so be very cautious about what that's going to do with your life. Like, uh, gosh, you may even... I, I don't know if this is solid advice. I'm really not sure how to take what I'm about to say, but if you find yourself in this situation quite often, it definitely closes a door for you, but you may want to not use PayPal. There is no shame in taking your PayPal down either if you've had a bad experience with it. Like that is totally a thing. 
Um, you can make it non-request thing only, I guess. You know, there's, there's, you could be really creative with this, but I, I'm not in love with PayPal either. Like, I kind of want to get rid of it personally. Uh, it's just one of those things, like you said, it, it opens up this big ambiguity loophole thing where if it's subs and bits, I think that conversation becomes a lot more black and white. Is the person, like, like you said, you can give them strikes or whatever system you want to put in place, but are they offending you and your community? And if, if the answer to that's yes, and you could part with the money that they're giving you, I would say ban that baby because ultimately, though they might be paying you, is it worth the stress or lack of community growth that you would have otherwise? Because um, sometimes you'll see radical growth. I, I, I can't promise you success overnight, and I'm not trying to either. But sometimes getting rid of these bad people, you'll notice larger increases in your audience by just trimming the weeds really um I, they can be that bad at times i'll just put it that way yeah i mean that's what i went through is uh ever since i've had those type of people in there and i've uh i've decided to like uh cut them out you know like how to gracefully show them the door it's almost mm-hmm. like instantly people feel relieved and some of these some of the viewers that you have didn't want to tell you because they thought maybe you guys are friends or something along those lines and then i like i i can't i can't speak for your success i can only speak for my success but from the lessons i learned from it every time i've done that i've almost always seen positive growth afterwards same i i i really agree with that i know it sounds crazy you guys but it it's really true i think what you just said encapsulates it perfectly as well because sometimes that person is causing that much animosity like if if viewer X sees viewer Y in there and viewer Y is always causing these problems, viewer X may feel really uncomfortable even chatting with you, which then, remember, we're asking a lot from our audience to come and hang out with us, especially if you're someone doing like four plus hours a day and you're hoping they hang out for some of that time. That's a lot out of someone's schedule. And so if you're, if you got someone in there that's causing that much internal dread, uh, coming to your stream could really feel like going to work, like in a bad way. You know, you have to sit near that uncomfortable coworker that you always fight with, or something like that. Like that's what your Twitch chat turns can t- can turn into if not properly uh, nipped in the butt. I guess. Yeah, you got to nip it in the butt real nip it in quick. The butt. And it, it's that's always there. It's like there, there's issues with those, and there a lot of things that for the most part when I'm going when I'm. I've learned from it is mm-hmm. cutting out a lot of the negative in general. It doesn't mm-hmm. just have to be a, a viewer or a problem that's there. It can all, it can be other broadcasters that um, have watched you grown as well too. So there, there's a whole array of like of people that just want to, some people want to see you succeed or fail. Other people, like I said, you have these people that just kind of snuck into the community. Then they try to dictate how your chat goes and everything along those lines. So there's so many things you got to be wary about. It's true, and I, I think uh, also you can be I, – I, one thing I'm trying to do a little bit right now, because you and I have talked, I think, off air quite a bit that this is – and I don't know if we talked about this publicly. We did last week, actually, on the show. Um, that This is a weird time of year. Uh, some people are just really – feeling some anxiety on the platform whether it's viewers or other streamers people are without something to do (laughs) the gaming industry is kind of strange right now the world's a little bit strange right now if we can be a little more global with it and that means i think that a lot more people are on edge um and and you can course correct people and they 
I'll warn. What I mean by course correct is if you see a bad behavior in your chat, you can address it. And I would recommend, at least the way I try and do it, is the most positive way I can. So last night, someone comes into chat. I wasn't playing Elder Scrolls Online. First message, play Elder Scrolls Online. Okay, first, who are you? Why? Who, who even are you? So instead of being mean to the person, I just went, hey, man, letting you know, uh, we're going to play this for a little while longer. I was playing Elder Scrolls Online earlier. I'm sorry you missed that. But I do want to let you know most streamers would ban you for saying that. And this may not be the most tactful way for me to have said that, but I, I tried to take a little bit more of an educational approach to it. And, and, and again, I may not have been the most tactful. I was fighting some zombies in a game. But what I was trying to do was say, look, your behavior isn't, you can't do that. Not in my stream, at least. And not in most of the other streams I frequent. You really would get the ban hammer in many other places that I, I go to. So just so you know Twitch etiquette, don't act that way. And this is kind of a perpetual job for streamers. And you could decide how you want to handle that. Maybe you don't want to course correct, but I don't know. That just encourages a little bit. How do you handle something like that, Nate? Uh, usually when I, the way that I handle it when they come in is I'm like, is everything all right, man? Are you having a bad, like, is everything like I'm being serious? This is how this is how I say it. And I'm, I'm getting a character. I'm like, all right, like, I'm being serious. Are you are you, is everything OK with your day? Like, is there something that's up? And that's what I do is so when someone comes in, they're just instantly have that that negative feelings or like like not yours is a way different. Someone's like, hey, play ESL. You have to look at it and you got to take off your you got to put yourself in their shoes because right. you don't know if someone's coming in and they're trying to be joking and funny because they think you're best friends or they're doing it because they're like they're just trying to be like a jerk at that point in mm -hmm. time. And that's the thing. So when I do it, like I because it's you there, we have emotes to show like emotion and we have words on a in a chat room. And that's how we get the dick. Like, that's how we yeah. get to see what um what's really going on. So that's why like I sit down. I'm like, hey, you know, are you having a bad day? Or are you just trying to kid around with me? And sometimes they did come in trying to be aggro and they realize it's like it's almost like sitting a, like a younger child down and be like, no, you know, just a stern <laughs> no, because they're like, oh, no, like I did wrong. Um, so that's the thing is uh, I like to ask and I'm like to see what's going on. But sometimes like they'll either want they'll like three options. They'll leave right away and never come back, never talk again in the yeah. channel, which as a smaller broadcaster, that will hurt. Um, but I promise you will get better. And you don't want those type of people in your broadcast Two, They'll be like, oh, no, it's completely messing around. Everything's fun. Or three, they'll actually try to fight you. And then you whatever mm -hmm. rules you have, which is three strikes or this and that you like, if they just keep fighting, it's best just to get rid of them. Anyways, those are going to be confrontational. And that's the thing is you, you like, and it does, it's hurtful as a smaller broadcaster as a meeting broadcast is still kind of hurts, but as a, like, and with the larger you get, the easier it is to be like, I can't have these type of people. My broadcasts are going to come in here and just, Hey, why aren't you playing the game? I want you to play. I think you summarized that perfectly. That's so how it goes. And and I will say, mo this is not to be super scary, but like Nate said, most of the time I've, I've course corrected people, they have left. And most of the time for me, they haven't returned. And I wonder sometimes if that's on me, like maybe I should be a little more tactful. Maybe some of the things, and this is one I might try in the future the next time I see that, 
um, play this game, I may not even read that line and just completely bamboozle them, you know, change that conversation right away. Be like, like you kind of, like you said, hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And then just keep stringing them along until they're either like, you know, basically knocked on their head and kind of like either forgotten it, stopped caring about it, or if they choose to, you know, obsessively bring it up and, you know, then they get their solid answer of, hey, we're playing it earlier. Uh, I don't know. There's just, there's various ways you can handle people, I guess. And and you're going to learn various tactics that work best for you. I think one helpful thing too, and you, you do this at your own time, but sometimes if you're feeling that stress from dealing with people in chat, it is best to take that bathroom break and get up before you say something you don't want to say. I, I've been in that boat and every once in a while I'll catch myself like, you know, you should really stand up. Go get some water, man. Whatever is going on in chat, you need to give it a hot minute before you respond and like, you know, make someone feel bad or something. Because we do spend a lot of our time, you know, what, what one one phrase out of line as a streamer can kind of diminish your brand just a little bit. I think if someone's that willing to take it to heart, though, if they if they take you course correcting them and they can't handle that, I'll be honest, they're probably not mature enough for your chat anyway. You know, they're probably not at that level of being ready to interact on Twitch. And you just had to be the parent that day. It comes with the territory, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and then the, the thing is, I've taught a lot of people about Twitch etiquette. Um, when I have talked to him about it, cause like, I, it, it, like Kyle said, it's all on how you approach things and stuff. So like I, when I talked to him, I was like, Hey, you know what's going on? Or, Hey, or they're like, Hey, this person's live right now. I'm like, listen, I understand. Are you new to Twitch is what I asked. I'm like, yeah, I'm new to Twitch. I'm like, yeah, it's not a very polite thing. We have like Twitch etiquette rules, which is like, you know, you don't say certain things to other broadcasters. Like you don't tell us, say someone's live or anything along those. So like sometimes it does really work, uh, but it, it, it can be a mixed bag because you don't know what the other person, the other side and the screens actually, you know, saying or doing. Yeah. So it, <laughs> it's just kind of something you learn and develop over time. So you learn how to manage and deal with it, depending on how you want to do it. I love it. You know, we should in the future do, we should do a whole guide to Twitch etiquette for people too. Uh, oh man. Some people really need it. I feel, I feel bad. Not bad. I feel, I feel bad for my career sometimes of having to correct people. I'm like, well, there goes this dude, but I got to tell you, man, that doesn't fly here. You can't be coming in and saying X, Y, and Z. It's going to get you banned here and elsewhere. So um, I think we had the last thing in the little notes here at the bottom. And this probably spurs a bigger conversation, maybe even for next week, if you guys want to hear about this. Or we could do it later on in the show, depending on what fits us best. But your outlook on Twitch, uh, it's easy to get jealous on Twitch. It's its easy to be envious of other streamers. That That is something that a lot of people go through at various times. I am not immune. Um, but... I think the important thing is to funnel it into creativity. You know, never, never be sitting there wishing ill on another person. We kind of talked about that earlier. You'll, you'll see other jealous Twitch streamers come for you. Um, jealousy is a normal human thing. Like it's, it's, it's in our DNA. We, we, like that's a thing we do, but it can be a lot better of a community for all of us. If we kind of make that, that upper level conscious decision to funnel that elsewhere, funnel it into creativity. If you're upset with your view count, Look at different ways you can improve. Uh, hang out with some streamers and make some friends. Learn learn from them. You know, uh, be respectful in 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 that approach. You could probably glean some tips from them as well. So, I don't know. What do you say, Nate? You want to make that a bigger conversation here in the future and and kind of go through ways you can kind of improve your outlook. 
Yeah, I say we do that. I say we do like the the whole outlook aspect in a different episode, but mm-hmm. we definitely can talk about the things that happen with yeah. like that are in here and dissect a little bit so they can everyone else that's viewing or listening right now can definitely kind of get a better understanding because the thing with the stuff that happens on Twitch and th- this kind of goes back to the trolls, the vampires and stuff like that is I started broadcasting and I was um, friends with a bunch of other broadcasters mm-hmm. at the same level as me. We had about 500 follows a piece. We're getting about the same average viewership. And then next thing you know, three months down the road, I'm maybe like 15 average viewers higher than them. And then next thing you know, here I am. Been, I've been applying for partnership and I'm to a whole nother level of everything else. And the these other broadcasters I have made friends with because you got to understand people people get jealous you know that's normal it's human nature um i get jealous sometimes and i have to like re go back and think about stuff to like mellow myself out and realize okay there's no reason to be jealous like what kyle said figure out what i'm doing wrong look in towards myself and then correct what i'm doing but some people just aren't like that and i've since this whole partnership stuff's going and we've been taking off my especially my community um, I've had a lot of people that have come in that have jealous or tried to tarnish my name. Mm-hmm. And this kind of comes like the whole trolls and stuff like that. It's you're almost like it, it's very terrible that you have. You got to almost like rate, like, you know, keep your nose up in the air. Pretend they're not there. Don't let the, what they say affect you, which will affect you more because you did consider them friends. Um, and you want to, you know, try to get them out of the, there, try to get their opinions and fit everything else out of your mind because you're going to start doing a lot better. Um, that, that's how, have you ever had any of those? Have you ever had any jealousy towards you when you're going for partnership, Kyle? Oh my goodness. I, 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 oh gosh, I've, you and I've talked about this off air that I, I keep a rather small circle on Twitch, which many people could see as, so, some people, I'm sure, look at me and 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 I'm just gonna say it like this: they could see me as potentially like bitchy for not doing that. You know, Kyle's had some success, but not maybe. I, this is part of the jealousy mindset. Is a lot of people feel like they haven't been given back. You know, oh, you've made it, but why haven't you done X, Y, and Z or something like? People always create those kind of artificial expectations of you that are irrational and in their head. Like you see this all the time with celebrities and stuff, right? Not that I'm saying us Twitch streamers are celebrities, but I think you guys can make that that leap. Um, but because of that same sort of thing, yes, I, I've seen it uh, in our directory. I got trolled by some lower people, like people that I don't I, don't, I didn't even know their name. <laughs> and they were coming in and and they were acting very jealous and uh it was very palpable. And then I, I actually looked them up later and found out that they were just trying to kind of steal some success off of it. And I, I don't think of myself as a super successful guy, you know, but I, you, I guess I've kind of made it in some ways when people try and do it. So, yeah, yeah I, it's an uncomfortable thing. I- yeah, I wish I would have took it because I I was always the f- person that was friends with everyone. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm still friends with a lot of these people. But you do find a lot of those people that start showing their true colors. Like if, if you can do what Kyle does, that'd be completely awesome. Me, on the other hand, uh, I, <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I had a whole bunch and I just been kind of like suffering from the 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 negatives that come from it because you know these people are your peers and like now they're upset with you because you're obtaining something that they they dream of because that's what a lot of us dream of when we get on these platforms to become a partnership be a successful broadcaster be able to do this full time and um but the thing is it's it's not 
it's like you can do it if you put in hard work, but some people just get scourged and want to quit. And some people quote unquote get lucky and some people don't. And um, the only thing is, is if if the shoes on the other foot, and you're one of those people and you have a friend that wow to nowhere blew up on Twitch. Maybe they killed shroud in a PVP game <laughs> for whatever it is. Well, th- the thing is, is you need, you need to look in at yourself and you got to figure out what you can do to improve yourself and your broadcast. Because because they're doing better and you're not doesn't mean that like you know they're stealing your viewers and this is a lot of things with um with like female streamers a lot of male streamers say they're like oh well these female streamers are stealing my views oh. and it's like they're not stealing your views it's just you need to like look in on yourself first and f- see what's going on what you can change that's where like putting your head down doing your own stuff not worrying about other people trying to make the best content you can produce on twitch or any other media platform out there is going to be super beneficial for you but so you can have it both ways so you can either get envious or you can have someone be envious at you it's just all on how you deal with it you want to think of it in a very political manner because like what kyle said earlier you say one bad thing you're immortalized on the internet and you're completely tarnished it'll never make it as a broadcaster because someone pins you for something that you did four years ago so you want to be very political make sure you choose your what you say what you do and how you react very um, cautiously. Yeah, you are building yourself a brand, uh, whether you like it or not. You know, if you if you are on Twitch, you're building a brand. I don't I don't care what you think or who you are. That is that is just a fact of the business. You know, you're building a brand. And and as someone I heard before say, every interaction someone has with your brand is either positive or negative. And so you control that in each and every interaction. And that's why, you know, sometimes you have to take the high road. But I I think you also this again, this has to be another episode to expand upon this. But you need to set your community goals and values, because once you set your values, that will dictate how you respond to situations. Um, and and you are human, though. Things will get under your skin and things will be weird. But it, I think there is value in keeping yourself with a little bit tighter of a circle. Sometimes that's my opinion and everyone will be different. But I think more than even that, like a much better, much more solid approach is or that's me. That's not the right way to say it. Uh, a very straight to the heart sort of approach is that. Make genuine connections with people when you can Mm -hmm. if you're gonna call someone your twitch friend and you're gonna share stuff with them do mean it in a serious way or at least really realize what that relationship value is to you because i'll tell you twitch does bring out the worst in people i don't know man it really does I would love, I would super love to talk about this topic next week. Oh the the goodness. outlook on Twitch, just I'd the whole that. psychology breakdown and everything. I would love that so much. Let's do that. And we could probably also spin that in as like the, the outro to that episode, potentially even going into setting those community values. Like that seems like a, we've, we've had some real luck in like segueing one episode into the next <laughs> in this way. And I feel like that's a great one. So next week we'll look at your outlook, kind of how, how you go about uh, setting that for yourself. And then we could probably work that into setting some of those community values again because i i also i give people way in advance homework this is my favorite thing to tell people to do 
is to come up with like five words that encapsulate your brand. I heard that from another streamer and I really, really like it. That is traditional marketing as as probably old as branding is, that you need to have a couple words that dictate what you are, what 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 are the things you want people to feel when they come to your stream. Uh, maybe you even want, maybe if you're really like a typing it out sort of person, you might even want to set yourself a mission statement. That is what companies do. That is that is like a mandatory step of actually legitimizing a business is to have a mission statement to kind of guide what the company's doing. So you can always, you know, you always use these tried and true methods for your stream and adapt them as you see fit, but they they can really help. Uh, again, it can kind of, if, if positivity is one of the aspects of your stream, like if that's something that you really want to focus on is making a positive, welcoming environment, well, guess what that automatically rolls out? Allowing this trolley type of behavior to take root, you know, then it becomes a responsibility of yours. But on the flip side, I don't want to rule out any of the other streamers that are vastly successful. You know, if you're someone that is all for the memes and the lols and your community is not as positive, I, I can't tell you not to run it that way exactly. I, it's not my thing, but if that's where you see your success, then you set your success in, in whatever way shape or form you see fit so yeah there's there's been a plethora of people don't a greek god and all these other people they they build they have built their communities that way but that like but what we said in like one of the first episodes this is this is our point of perspective mm-hmm. or, or you know this is where what we look at this is what we're dealing with this is like what we have had to go through so it it's it's subject to change depending on your experience but for the most part we do have a lot of years of experience wonder what we have shared um so but yeah people people can do it people i've seen people do it all about the memes and the dreams and the streams dude i guess memes dreams and streams man you just got to know where it's going that's the idea is like build yourself a community you're gonna feel happy with so I think that's a, a good way to leave uh, leave these folks this week. Wow, we perfectly nailed like an hour here. So look at us go. We, we have a lot to say, you guys. Uh, we'll hope you'll stay tuned for next week. And Nate, you want to tell these fine folks where they can find you in the interim? Absolutely. You can find me at twitch.tv slash gnarly underscore Nate and on Twitter and Instagram at gnarly underscore Nate TTV. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can find me over on uh, twitch.tv forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. I stream Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday and Saturday starting at 2 p.m. Eastern time, as well as Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Kyle Dempster STU. And all of these links that we just mentioned are in the show notes. So click into your podcast app wherever you need to. Or if you're listening to us on a website, it was surely listed somewhere there for you. Uh, Also, email path to partner at gmail.com we'd love to hear your thoughts on anything and everything we'd also love to hear things that you want us to talk about guide us we are this is a newer podcast so any topics that we maybe glossed over really quickly you want us to focus on maybe you had a question about something let us know uh and also i think we can announce this now nate although it is a little premature we haven't done anything with it Last week, we set up a Twitter bot. No, I almost said bot. We set up a Twitter account. (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. It is path to partner, but it's not that easy because it's taken. So it is path with the number two partner. So nice, nice and easy. I also managed to get it banned in the first two seconds of existing. I, um... 
tried to set its age to be when we first let the show live and Twitter banned me because I was quote unquote under 13 years old. So I'm a real professional. (laughs) Hey, to their defense, it took them less than 12 hours to unban it. So uh, knowing Twitter. There we go. There's some Twitter support right there. Yeah, man. So it is up there. We have not really done anything with it yet, but um, it could probably become a really nice place to, to shout things out. We should also pick up probably on Twitter news or um, um, Twitch news. One of the things to tout out on the very last edge of the show here is that sub September is coming back. So, oh, yeah, subs half price half new subs. Mm-hmm. Streamers, you get the full price though, which isn't taking any more out of that. Also, weirdly partnering with Subway for that, which is <laughs> so, um, I don't know, man. That's an oddity, but sure. Let's... Good PR for Subway. Good, G- good job, yeah, man. Yeah. September. Eat yourself some subs on stream and uh, do all that. And until next week, you guys, you have a great time streaming on Twitch. Uh, we will talk to you then. Bye-bye. Toodles.